Welcome back, South Carolina. I'm your host, Brandon Peak, and this is Podcast 1854. Welcome back, South Carolina. Tonight, I'm joined again by my colleague and buddy, Mr. Jerry Byrne. Let's get it. We're going to do something a little different tonight, and uh, it's like 10.39 on a Wednesday, and we're just here at the office talking and it's the same thing. It's what we do day in, seriously, every time we talk. And so it's like, why not uh, give the people something different? And it's about you guys anyway. You know, uh, how can we help? Where where can we be of assistance and what needs to be done? Yeah, no, for sure, man. It's, yeah, t- as you said, 1040 at night on Wednesday on a weekday. And, you know, we thought, yeah, let's, let's shoot a podcast, you know. And this podcast is going to be a little different for sure. You know, I don't want to heed the, the conversation, none, nothing like that. But it's more so, you know, we're going to pretend like the mics are, are not here and just have a regular conversation between two gentlemen. You know, we are within the South Carolina Federation of Republican Men. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a lot of things to say. Yeah, Definitely a lot of things to say. And we just want, you know, we're like, let's just keep it conversational. You know, what's wrong with that? That's it. So, yeah. This is us, guys. Like, it's what we do every day when we get together. Like, these conversations, this is how they go. It could be something on a local level, state level, uh, national, worldly. I mean, it's just, it, it ranges from a variety. And so. Yeah, a wide variety. You know, we might even switch up topics just even mid and anything like that. You know, whenever it comes to our mind, we just, you know, we shout it out and, you know, we, we talk about it and we get into depth, you know, I think that, uh, that's, that's one of the things that I feel like makes this podcast very unique is how, how complex and how robust it can really get into, into the conversation. And we're here to provide that. So for however long it goes, um, you know, we won't try to keep you super long, but yet again, we don't know. Mics are not here in front of our face. So we are, we're just here with each other. So that's it. Yeah, I guess that we can uh, certainly start with our day. If yeah, you I was about to say, about. well, how about just the whole week, man, in general? So, I mean, ever since Monday, like literally everything, um, we've had a lot of things in the works and they have just came together, you know, really nice. And, and that's the goal. And so ever since Monday, I mean, it's just been one one good thing after another. And then today we uh we went to the state house and there was a a rally against crt critical race theory for those of you that don't know which if you don't know what that means you've been living under a rock <laughs> so uh i think so and it's you know you're right man i mean and it's crazy because we we work very closely together yes, within the federation yes we but do. we also you know what, what's so crazy I, I think is that okay well you have your prerogative there it's almost like you have your own network your own people this and that and then here i am okay I'm doing, I'm dealing with this, trying to set up this, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. And that goes without saying, of course, you know, the South Carolina Federation of Republican Men, we are in the works for sure. On March, a daily basis. On a daily basis Seven for sure. Seven days a week, guys. And mm-hmm. that's that's a true story. Just like tonight, it's like you said, I mean, it's almost a quarter to 11 Eastern time. And we have been here at this, I mean, for hours now. And so this is, this is our, this is our life. This is what we do. No days know? off. And, our families, you know, they, they, they bless us and sacrifice, you know, that time and they're willing to, to give that, you know, and so we can do what we can do to better serve our state and our constituents. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And it, it just goes back even to, you know, 
almost a little inside information, you know, little things that we can spruce on upon about what we're doing in our organization. And then, you know, we can get into the conversations for sure and and really, you know, dive deep into other topics because I'm sure they like to hear about those things as well. But um, yeah, with the federation, at least on my end, um, at least the legislative section. Um, yeah, and for those that don't know, let them. Yeah, give yeah. Me t- tell them yeah. what you do with this. So once again, uh, I am the I'm Gerald. I go by Jerry. Gerald Jerry Byrne. I am the director of public policy and legislative affairs for the South Carolina Federation of Republican Men. Uh, in other terms, the legislative liaison, so to speak, uh, the registered lobbyist on behalf the of the man is what he is, guys. <laughs> like, I'm going to tell you, yeah, the man. I, tr- I try as much as I can. I, I truly am very, very humbled, although that's that seems kind of, uh, oh, you, you know, if you're humbled, you wouldn't say that you're humble, but I, I truly am. And, um, you know, really, I can only show that by just putting my work forward and you know, doing what I can and serving in the capacity that I can for not only this organization, but more importantly, for the people that are, once again, devoted to us, once again, our families, our friends, even my girlfriend, you know, she's, you know, we, I sacrifice, she sacrifices a lot of time for me to do these kinds of things. And she knows that I'm very politically active and just a shout out to her. Her name is Sakura Kagawa Ferraro. She's go, been, Sakura. Hello. She, <laughs> she has been my number one supporter by far. A South Carolina Federation of Republican Men member, actually, an yes, individual member. Yes, so very, very happy. Big yes. shout out to her. And um Man, I am so excited. Not only, I mean, this is getting a little bit personal, but I'm okay with it. That's right. You know, she uh, she recently got accepted into the University of South, or accepted to the University of South Carolina for yeah. a master's program for accountancy at Darla Moore School okay. of Business. That's so what's up. she is looking forward to that. I know that you know she has big ambitions coming her way, and I, you know, the only way I feel like I can you know, make it up to her in terms of, you know, just the support and being there and everything is mm-hmm. giving that right back to her. You know what I mean? I, I clearly see that she's, she's got drive and, and <laughs> I'm super, super excited for her. So happy for tell, her. Dude. Like I can see every time <sighs> you mention her name, you smile, like you, you, you light up, like the just then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you light up. And I can tell dude that, that, that you love her and she's special to you. And so I know just, I'm not, you know, but just in general conversation. So I, I, I know she's an amazing girlfriend, an amazing human being, and uh, there's truly no one like her. So it's been, you know, not to get once again too personal in that aspect, but once more, I mean, I'm very, very happy for. Her. I wanted to give her her props where props are due, of course, you know, in the in the personal realm. But I mean, other than that, man, I mean, things are are so cool down here in South Carolina, man. Where I'm. I start to see almost, you know, a formation of a, something I would have never dreamed of, to be honest with you. In New York? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know why what I mean? Why do you think that is, Jerry? Oh, boy. Now we're getting down to this. So. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah. So, like, why, why do you think it is? Because I know there is, because you're not the first person that just in this year alone that I've met you know, I've met someone that has moved down from New York. Mm. And so just speaking to them and, and I was like, okay, you know, so yeah. we have a lot of New Yorkers mm. moving down. And so you, I can't, I mean, I can give you my perspective from an outsider, but I've never been to New York. So, so even myself learning about other Northerners as well, they have their own reasons as well. I can't per se speak uh, as much on on their perspective, mm-hmm. I can give a little perspective, such as education and what's going on in the schools up there. Yeah, from what what you mm-hmm. saw, what, what you I experienced. S- 
I would say coming out with, you know, you're taught to go to school, Mm -hmm. get an education, come out, get a job, go work. Really, that means go work in the city, to be honest with you. To me, it's the only linchpin left of that state that's keeping that state afloat. I mean, I would would have really, and that's not a shot at upstate New York or Long Island. It's nothing like that because those places used to be booming. used to be the Rust Belt, Mm -hmm. you know, used to be booming. And um, yeah, now it's just, you know, you come out, you go into a city where rent is really just, I mean, you, you're working just to live and you, you don't have a life outside of work. I feel like, you know, you felt really, um, you almost felt like you, you were just subjected to work, 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 to just live, get by, pay bills, do all this. And, but you took out all these loans or you did this, whatever the case may be, whereas down South, and I wouldn't say it's run from a financial problem by any means. I think it's still, I mean, if mm. you, if you're working, you you know, and you're busting your butt like that and you can barely like seriously make ends meet, I mean, and that's the hard thing. So are you truly living or are you surviving? (laughs) Surviving. Then that's, that is the truth. And you know what, man, like I wouldn't be able to have half the things that I have here. If I lived back up in New York, it's just, it's not feasible. Mm -hmm. There's no way, you know, down here, you know, I have a better quality of life. I can actually own things. I can actually rent. I could do, you know, and and be by myself. I could, I could venture out. I can actually have a work life balance. And to me, that's very important. I think it's very good for the mental psyche. I, I think it's great for that. I think it's, you know, it's great for a young professional, young individual as well. Once again, it's not escaping a financial, you know, financial problem. It's more so of coming down to a place that can produce a financial opportunity to young people for sure. And that's right. If there's one thing that I would say, at least to some of my friends, I mean, they don't have to come down to South Carolina. You know, I know that people have their certain views and, you know, they're up in New York and they, they'll claim to that. And, you know, coming from New York, they'll take that. It's a very prideful thing. It is. It is absolutely. Yeah. You know, you you can't take the New York out, out of a purse, so to speak. But regardless, we would still take them. We would take them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, don't have the south rise mm, oh man it's uh it's interesting because i look at it where you know i look at florida nowadays a lot of northerners leaving these places because it's not even worth it anymore it's mm-hmm. just simply not worth it why are we paying so much and nothing's getting done nothing's happening you know it's been gloomy doomy and and everything in between man where it's just it almost feels like a, a twisted dystopia almost especially you know with what was going on with covid and in new york city and i worked in new york city so it was just i was taken just aback at, at the city's response to a lot of things as well as the state's response to a lot of things oh and, yeah man and let me just tell you mm. and then you, you you had the two brothers cuomo <laughs> all right so yeah and yeah. I always said, it's like, dude, like, how could you sit there and hold a fair interview with someone like your brother is sitting there teeing you up? You're knocking it out of the park. Like, come on, like guys. And now not one, but two, both of them have sexual accusations after they sat there and they took Donald Trump and they threw him under every every chance they got to bring up something about him like that. It was just like, yo, he's this, he's that, yo, he can say this, the president of the United States. But yet the whole time they're doing the same thing. Mm. You know, like, yeah. really? Like, like this dude, I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, the pot calling the kettle black here, really? It's, it's crazy, man, because I, I think to myself, you know, just even with that whole situation, it's, you could just find hypocrisy 
in all of it, you know, and it's one of big the things, time, man, big time. That's what mm -hmm. worries me. Like, so with that, with people moving in, like, do you think that mm. they see an opportunity to where mm. they think they can come and change the, okay, yes, we know that things are easier down South so we can come down South, but if we get enough of us, we can change the landscape. You know what? That's a very, very controversial uh, topic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because there are those who are native born and bred down here that mm -hmm. would almost, they almost would feel almost threatened by that. And then you, you know, you have once again, the Northerners kind of coming down into, you know, down into these land, you know, That's the right. South and, you know, Oh, let's change this. Oh, let's change that. Oh, let's do this. I always See, felt once you get, once mm -hmm. you get to the Bible belt, that's mm -hmm. that's our territory. Yeah, it's you know? it's very listen, it, it is extremely, extremely interesting. You know what I mean? Like once again, I have the New York I'm very I'm I take pride in coming from New York. I would never send that. Yeah, you do. But nonetheless, boy, am I fortunate and that, am I blessed to be down here in South Carolina mm -hmm. and actually be a South Carolinian. It is a completely different identity for sure. And you know, there's, there's tons of us Northerners that are down here for sure. You're right. I guess that, and I think that many Northerners that I have come into contact with, I think we can all agree that, look, there are some things that, you know, it doesn't matter what region you're from. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. It, what really matters is, are we upholding, the law of the land and are we making sure that people's rights are being upheld for for the majority for the people yeah. for and, and that that's what i'm down here for i'm not here to change this change that make it more bureaucratic why would i do that you know it was tough for me to do that in new york to try to make it on my own there why would i do that down here where in all honesty i'm very very fortunate for what's come along and None of that would be possible. And you work hard for it, though, dude. I can honestly say that. Thank like, you. Guys, if if, if y'all only knew, <laughs> you know, just how hard, you know, Jerry works, you know, not just at his at his everyday job, you know, but for us at, at the South Carolina Federation of Republican Men, I mean, he's on top of it. And when I say, you know, when you come, you better come correct. And I mean that because he's on top of it. So, Again, dude, yeah. I'm a numbers guy, but with those numbers, I'm very good with the policy as well. That's and, right. you know, once again, I'm only one man. I'm not, you know, you know me, to be completely honest with you, not looking for this and that. I'm not looking to be on the rise or anything. I'm not mm -hmm. looking to be boasted. It, it's none of that. Behind the scenes. I, I'm a very behind the scenes. I love the position that I'm in right now. Yeah, you I do. don't, I, I see myself being here for a minute and for a while when I mean that. I really, really do because this is something that I've always kind of wanted in a way. And I'm I'm very content with that. And I want to make sure that I am delivering that service, delivering this this job to the highest caliber, I'd like to believe, for sure. And um and I, I mm -hmm. think you've done exceptional, like seriously. Thank you. I mean, Thank you. And, and I'm not just saying that, but as, as the executive vice president, yeah. I wouldn't want it any other way. I wouldn't have anybody See? else because uh, what mm -hmm. you've produced and just your determination and things like tonight. I mean, guys, this podcast was not planned. You know, we were here to work on legislation that's running through the house. You know, like I said, we were there today. Moms for Liberty, Courtney O'Hara. Uh, with the Lexington chapter. Big shout know? out. Big yeah. shout out to Courtney. She yes. has been, and that's the thing. And not to, I seriously will let you get right back to that. Oh, you're good. It's, it's real. Like some of these groups, man, they really, really deserve 
the credit where credit is due because they without do. them, man, without their work and what they've put in, and I can just imagine the hours, the money spent, the, you know, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, man. I, yeah, I can, they volunteer a lot of time. I couldn't do. I can't even imagine. I seriously can't. And the but moms the for Liberty chapter, mm-hmm. you know, just in South Carolina, you yeah. know, like I mean, again, they they've been phenomenal, phenomenal, they've, they've phenomenal. Been phenomenal, and they that, have. and it's one thing that you know I'm learning so much about this state, and especially, um, you know, once again being so close to the state house, and um, you know, once again visiting the offices mm-hmm. and, and doing my job and everything, I'm learning so so much, and <laughs> there's so much that you know. I can't wait to even explore even more. But the things that I have learned for sure down here, you start to find your way for sure. And you start to experiment with a couple things and see what you, but nonetheless, man, I mean, like, I never forget who I am. Never forget the work ethic. Just keep on going forward. And, um, you know, just just do your best. And I won't stop until it stops being fun. Cause, and that's the one thing in it all. I notice, you know, a lot of chiefs in the tribe, you know, there's a lot, a lot of chiefs mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I could, I could see the, almost the power loomings, you know, and, and everyone kind of, um, fighting for that torch, so to speak uh, of this and that and I did this, this, and, that. and and I'm just, as far as I'm concerned, we need to get the people's business done. That's, you know, I would, I had that conversation earlier, you know, with someone, you know, we mm-hmm. met for hours. I, we discussed it, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and go into detail about who that meeting was with, but, uh, yeah. nevertheless, it was very, very, you know, successful and informable. And, but that's how we stay productive, you know, even, and just opening up even like our legislative side That's right. of the organization. Like there is, this is no secret. This is something that we do want broadcasted and we want known. The South Carolina Federation of Republican Men, we uphold two legislative, um, I would say, initiatives that we are really embarking on. And that, you know, we, myself, as well as, you know, my executive VP BB over here, we have really heated at the forefront of, once again, saving women's sports, as well as medical freedom and states' rights. These these are the topics that we are focusing on, you know, once again, the 2022 legislative session. And, uh, you know, once again, no secret to it. And we're going to keep fighting. We're going to be there. We're going to show up. And it's more so if there's one thing that I'd have to get out about the South Carolina Federation of Republican Men, we are here. Any organization that needs us, call us. Call us. We're here. Yes. You can go to our website and that's scfrm.org. Check it out. You know, it's pretty impressive. We got members um, all over the state. We really do, you know. In other states. Yeah, and as it's crazy. Today, yes, it, other states. As of today. As of today, so. And that it's and it's just good to know, once again, that we're, we're hitting the right avenues. And, and it's so cool to see some of the support so early on in the game. Yeah. So early on in the game. And you know what? We can't just sit back and relax and, you know, smoke a cigar and say, yeah, job's good. Let's kick back, relax, you know, feet up on the desk. No, there's too much work to be done. There's too much work to be done, and we barely got started. And I'm going to tell you guys, like, if y'all knew, you know, like how much time we spend at the state house and we coordinate this, you know, around our daily life, I have to work. I own a business. Jerry has to work. You know, Doug, our president, he has to work. I mean, but, you know, when we go in here and we fight for this legislation, it's it's normally Jerry and I that go and, and do this. And we literally sacrifice this time for y'all. You know, we, we there's nothing that we want out of this, but we want 
to know that we are fighting for you. We take this legislation. I have a bill sitting right here on my desk right now, S-150, that just passed the Senate, mm. you know, um, uh, Wednesday, so February the 9th, 2022, S-150, the Compassionate Air Act, Compare Care Act, I'm sorry. And, uh, yeah, so that's about the uh, legalization for mm -hmm. medical marijuana, mm. you know. So this is 46 pages, guys. And, like, we sit here and we read these. We go through them page by page. We talk about them. We discuss them. And we understand them. And then we go on behalf of y'all and we, we fight for what's right. And we, we push this stuff. And But it also takes, you know uh, – so I mean, people like we we need more active. It takes an army. It does. It, it takes does. an army. And so, and if with, I had to say mm -hmm. anything, you know, like yes, if if we could get more people actually out and get their voices heard, you know, and whether you're right there, I mean, it, it's just there's strength in numbers. If you don't believe us, just ask us. You know, there's an event going on this and that. Let us know, yeah. and we'll be. One of us will be out there for sure. I mean, that I, that should just be a given, you know, and we try to make it, of course, the best that we can given now, you know, you could be one area yeah. of the state and then another, and they're completely two different worlds. You That's could be right. in the coast or you could be up in the mountains. You could be in the low country. You could be in the Midlands, so on and so forth. But, you know, we, we really do make an effort, you know, like let's be there. Let's, mm -hmm. let's make a difference. And we're once again, just trying to hit different avenues and try new things that have not been done in no, the state haven't. before. And it, not once from, again, not from a quote. I mean, I sit here like with, with the Federation. Mm. Uh, no, it just it's. And we, we all bounce ideas off of each other. You know, this is not a, a one man effort. show. This is not a like none of anything that I'm doing is not possible without BB. It's not possible without our president, Doug Spear. It's not possible without all the individuals within the South Carolina Federation of Republican Men, because we we have to move and we have to do things as a unit, just like the legislative side. You know, everyone I feel like what I've learned is all these groups have all these different uh, pieces of legislation that they want to get passed and they they want and it, we hear their voices loud and clear. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are as transparent as could possibly crystal clear, yeah. crystal clear. What I am trying to embark on is let's hit one thing at a time. Maybe it's a slow process. Maybe it's something I'm, I'm going to have. I'm learning that it, maybe it's too slow of a process. But at the same time, if we do things methodically, strategically, we really think about these things. We go through, once again, the legislation such as S-150, and we look at the text and we go through every single word that's written on that paper. That's right. And maybe we see something that someone else doesn't. Someone's got to do the work. Well, Someone's got to do it. And it's like, it's like I said earlier in that meeting I had, mm. you know, prior mm. to you getting here. Mm. So I was sitting there saying, you know, cause I was asked like, what do you, what do you think are some of the issues that 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 we face here in our state mm. and you know I, I sat there and said accountability yes structure mm -hmm. and complacency yeah. and then a lack of you know information and you know just people comprehending what is actually being done mm -hmm. you know it really comes down to that you're, it, it does you're I, I don't think that you're missing a thing you know organization is key to get once again communication flowing. Mm -hmm. And if you have the communication flowing that way, you're hitting out to the right people, the you know, the right voices, the right ears, yeah. you know, to help with your message for sure. And I guarantee you, many organizations, you know, they do these things. I, I'm not taking away from what has already been done throughout the state and the creation of these groups. I mean, some of no, them are impeccable. Yeah, yeah, Some of them are right. super like impeccable. And 
once again, got to give credit where credit is due. Can't, mm-hmm. can't sleep on it. Uh, but nonetheless, you know what I mean? It's like, I look at these other groups and almost idolize that. And it almost makes me, and then I see you of how much of a hard worker you are actually. And I think that that, oh, no, that man. <laughs> no, don't, don't play it off. Yeah. I know you, bro. Yeah. It, it re- really comes down to, you know, I see what's around me and it makes me want to work so much harder. I came down to this state without knowing a single person within, I didn't know a single South Carolinian constituent other than my family. But once again, I start, I, I decided to get involved and I got involved in the right networks that, you know, there is no explanation that can really be said towards it other than destiny. You know, it was almost God's plan in a way for me to meet these, you know, these individuals and, you know, the South Carolina Federation of Republican men, but, you know, also these other organizations that have so many, some of the best individuals in them that that carry so much character, so much, you know, so much passion, their passion, dedication, mm -hmm. just honor. It's unbelievable. It really is. It's impressive. It's impressive. And I think that they are literally setting the bar. I mean, uh, of what it should be like when you form an organization, like they seriously, they keyword organized in that organization is it is vital. And it's something that, you know what? We need to do that as the Republican Party. We need to organize now more than ever. I think it is stressed upon almost every county, every organization, anyone that is Republican. We we need to be organized. Mm-hmm. And if we do that, who what is stopping us? I really want to know. I, I would love for someone to come to this show and say what, what else is stopping us? Because yeah. in all honesty, I think you'd lose that argument. I think you'd lose it because that is something that we have once again, been heating on and we've really been taking it. We've been starting out very, very slow, very slow because we're making sure we got our chickens. It's like my bishop told Mm -hmm. me, everyone has to stand before they walk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I take that and you know, you're like, oh, that's common sense, but no, look at it in that form. Mm -hmm. You're starting out, right? Everything is starting out. So you have to stand before you walk. Yeah, yeah. And Even this podcast tonight, someone could possibly say, oh, well, you guys are almost like you're too big for your britches. But in all honesty, well, let the work speak for itself because we're not even done. Oh, I was about we're not to even say, started. Like, yeah, we're just eating up. I, I tell you, I'm not cocky. I'm confident because I know what I bring to the table. I know the work ethic. I know the hours. Like when I say seven days a week, I'm, well, you know, yeah. seven days a week. I mean, you mean that literally. Yes. I don't even think that's a, a figurative speech. That's that right. is literal to you know, the T. Four hours of sleep, mm-hmm. you know, five if I'm lucky. And, and we both got jobs, but we, you know, we, it's a we passion. Find the time, you we're, know. we're dedicated to, to again, and nothing can really explain that other than just the pure passion and dedication to it. Because in all honesty, love for country, man, state it, and country, buddy. That's what it is. I could not imagine myself being into anything else other than this. I yeah. mean, it is, it is truly to me, it is fun. And once again, I'm and I mean that until it stops being fun. And a lot of people say, well, you know how politics can get you go up the ladder and people, you know, people will make it you know, they'll make it less fun for you. They, they'll mm-hmm. make it miserable for you. They'll make it, but really, man, it really comes down to the mental psyche. And it I does. promised myself no one would ever get, uh, the only person that can really touch your psyche at the end of the day 
is oneself. That's oneself it. is the only one that can get to oneself. It's the yep. only person, the only opponent that could truly beat you in this life. And I'm not here to be a mentor or a, a you know, no, but I mean, a motivational that's, that's, speaker. That's a very, I mean, that that is a very that's that's a true statement right there. I, I tell everyone, mm. you know, whether you can or you can't, you're right. If you whatever you believe, you know, I mean, it's it's what you want to do. You don't limit yourself. If you do limit yourself, then you're never going to achieve whatever it is you set out. I mean, you can peak at any moment. That's up to you whether mm. you I mean, whether you continue to rise or whether you just get content. And what I see, especially in and especially in politics, you know, people get content and they come in and they do it. And then it's mm. just like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm going to go in. I'm going to punch a button. I'm going to leave. Yeah, they don't get to know the people. They don't get to know the actual legislation. For example, I yeah. mean, you know, I would guarantee to say not everyone, but I'm pretty sure there's a few that put their name on these papers, and they couldn't tell you everything in that paper, but yet they'll sponsor it. It's crazy, so, crazy to think about. Yeah, and I just I don't get that, man. It happens and all like, the time. You, you look at the to... budgets. You look at, I mean, and this this goes for anything. You know, when they got to pass legislation super super fast, and you really think all oh, these legislators are going to read the paper from front to back and, mm -hmm. and and know everything that's within it. You know, and and I'm not saying that that happens to just select few people. That could happen to anyone. You know what I mean? It's just it's all about being careful. It's all about being methodical. Right. It's all about paying attention. To detail and i think that that's what our organization is tr is making sure of is that we are that organization that will pay attention to that detail and make sure that everything is crystal clear yeah. and i don't think there's a problem with that at all well, and, and having the way it's structured with our executive committee mm. and all that so we have an advisory board mm. we have a non-executive committee and then you know um we have other avenues that are coming you know um to help people get people even exactly more right. engaged and it's not you know once more i can't wait until this federation grows and i get to meet individuals that we will actually come together mm -hmm. and collaborate with and they could be from a completely different county yeah i've never even been to yet you That's know it. so um, see, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel nope we just want to add another spoke we so, want to help mm -hmm. so I, I i think that it's it's really good what we're doing for the state and for the people in it you know and um i'm just i'm proud honestly when doug our president came to me, you know, so I, I met Doug last year, basically mm. through a message group on Facebook. And as it was, um, we, the people, if I'm not mistaken. So shout out Eric Cochran with, um, we, the people businesses for Liberty. So, uh, yeah, that's how me and Doug met. And then we started talking and he was telling me about this idea and, I sat there and I was like, okay, you know, let me think about it for a little bit. And I did. And I was like, man, you know, this is, this is special. Like I knew once I saw it and, and like he told me his vision and that's something that I, I mean, guys, he's, he's extremely great at. I he's mean, a visionary. He, he is a visionary. He is a visionary. It, he's excellent at it. Like he has it to, yeah. I mean, it's, it's incredible. And so I, once we thought about it and, you know, I talked it over with my family then boom, you know, uh, it was in because I knew, I know me and I'm going to do a hundred percent. I'm not going to be halfway in halfway out. I'm not going to sit here and hold a title and say, okay, well I have this title. So, uh, 
yeah, hey, get to know me, you know, and then mm -hmm. I go home and I live my life and it's just like, forget about everything Make else. the fancy cards and that's you it. pass them out and say, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, what are you doing? What are you doing? And that's how character is defined. Yep. What are you doing behind closed doors when no one's watching, when, you, mm -hmm. when the spotlight is not on an individual? What are you doing behind those closed doors, that dark light? What are you doing? And <laughs> sorry, I, my I, I, well, coming I, out. <laughs> I, told a, I told a lady that tonight on mm. Facebook, you know, mm. and, and she's from Fairfield. And, um, you know, it seems like all these people that, you know, they marry into money or their family comes from wealth you know, they, they don't have problems. So there, there's an issue going on and, mm -hmm. you know, they're charging people for 40 days, 49 days, 51 days, et cetera, for the power bill. Now they're charging these processing fees and all this and that. And it's just, it's getting outrageous. And when you have elderly people that are on fixed income or people that's disabled that are on, you know, fixed income mm -hmm. and they're getting a bill for 45 days or 52 days or 60 days or whatever, they're not budgeted for that and then they can't pay it and yeah you work with them but by the time they work to pay that first bill off the second bill is on top of them and you know they can say oh well we're short staffed and oh this and that and you know and it's like what would you have done that's what they asked me tonight well you mm. he was right here you know and so when i sat there and it's like look the this woman does absolutely nothing for her community esther I'll call you by name, you know, because again, that's who I am. I mean, I don't care. I don't care. So it's people like that, that really get under my skin. You'll get on Facebook, you know, and you'll run your mouth, but I've never seen this person in the community lifting one finger, picking up trash. I've served my community for over 15 years, you know, and been serving my state for even longer. So it just drives me crazy when and I call them, you know, they're, they're couch politicians or, you know, uh, Facebook warriors or whatever you want to name warriors them. So on. So, I mean, once again, I don't pisses know about me off guys. It does. I do not know about that whole situation or even the local municipalities that well in South Carolina to even, you know, once again, for follow up, but it, it comes down more so to the fact that, yeah, I mean, that that's the toxicity I think, you know, just overall is is going on, I'd say, on the Internet when it comes to politics. You turn on Facebook, you go to Twitter, you go to Instagram or something, and there's all these keyboard warriors, this and that. And really, yeah. I mean, I can't really speak as to, as to what, you know, was, was discussed with your Facebook or anything like that. But I think it really goes on to the fact that, you know, I think everyone has come to uh, – come to terms with someone that they disagreed with online and whether that got nasty or people left it alone or whatever you the case may be get nasty. You know of what I mean? Like you don't, but you try, yeah, you refrain and everything. That's right. And you know, I learned long ago, at least for me personally, the best thing is to, you know, I don't really like to go. I mean, I'm on Facebook. I'm on, you know, Instagram. I'm on, I don't have a Twitter. I do not have a Twitter. Yeah. I got rid of Twitter ever since they censored Donald Trump. And I will, I personally will, I, I'm going to back the president. I'm sorry that it's it's freedom of speech that is that I'm seeing censored. And I understand people say, oh, well, Trump could have caused calm down his rhetoric. He could have calmed down his rhetoric with with a lot of things. OK, I understand. But it's man's freedom of speech. Let me ask you this. Do you think his rhetoric would have helped the situation in Ukraine right now? Would that? <laughs> ah, yeah. Curveball. That go. is a curveball. That is a curveball. Uh, 
Well, his actions certainly have helped in Ukraine during the time he was in president, That's because right. what I'm seeing right now at the border, oh, 100,000 uh, Russian troops are lined up at the border of Ukraine from all different directions I'm seeing, you know, surrounded, surrounded. Mm -hmm. and uh, reports today in the afternoon, I'm driving home from work and I'm, I'm hearing on NPR, oh, you know, this is a good sign. We're seeing that some of the troops are being withheld. You know, they're they're get, they're going back. They're retreating a little bit. Maybe Putin's actually looking for a diplomatic situation over this. Yeah. And uh, no, that's nah. that is not the case at all. That's not the case at all. That's not the case at all. What I'm seeing <laughs> is that now. What was it? Maybe an hour ago. You know, what was it? Well, ten thirty. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Around ten or a little bit early, little like bit ten o'clock. Yeah, ten o'clock. Oh. Yeah, it turns out that, you know, those... It was are, a mistake. It was a mistake. <laughs> they actually added an additional 7,000 troops to the border. That's and I'm right. just like, an you got to be, be kidding So, nah, no, no one <laughs> left. And, like, guys, look at here. Wow. This, wow. We, we've seen this before, all right? Look look who was the vice president when this happened. Who was 2014. The, who was the vice president? <sighs> Joe, but Sleepy Joe. You know? So... Well, sleepy Joe. <laughs> like that's that's the truth. You know what I mean? Because he's surely sleeping now. Because I don't know where these these video calls that he's having, these phone calls that he's having with Putin, and nothing's getting done. And there's and he, claims to be, and it's just like, what what are you doing? Like, what are you really doing? I, I'd really like to listen. I'm not in the administration, and I'm not going to pretend like I am in the administration. But from what we're hearing, from what we're seeing, to what we're reading, what. What is going on? What and this is going on? This comes our, back to our, your accountability. Our, our, exactly This comes right. back to your argument of accountability. Just and it's, where is it in this time? And let me tell you guys something. You can say what you want to, but if this would have happened with the last administration, do you know in the press? I mean, Wouldn't even did, happen. Well, I mean, I mean, but it's it sits here and it's like, what have we come to where you want to attack someone? I don't care what any of you say. And if you want to come on here and argue your point, by all means, you know, shoot us an email and we'll get you on here. But if you we believe in the First the, Amendment, exactly. And if you look at some of the foreign policies, you know, President Trump literally had some of the best foreign policies, in my opinion, in a very long time. Very strong. I mean, how many Nobel Peace Prizes? Four. Was he? Not four. four. And four. Pe people, I like the people that, that but yet, oh, yeah, four Nobel Peace Prizes. Yeah, but those are but just what a bunch about of BS. The BLM? Yeah. Was they not nominated mm. for a Nobel Peace Prize? Mm. Did they get it? No, but I don't think Trump got either. Of he didn't get none of the four. But he made. I mean, dude, what he accomplished though? Oh, with Kosovo. When you think about it, you think about the Abraham Accords, what was going on in the Middle East, and everything. I mean, how did he not get moved, one out I, of the four? How did he not get all four? And it's because mm, he, you question these things. You, you know, you have to. And and I'm coming. I think you do. I'm I'm, I'm coming from a um, like. I'm not coming from, okay, I like the guy, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm coming from a just a, a you look at it from an international relations exactly perspective. Right. Of I'm just looking take at the, the name off of the order. policy, yeah. take the name off the policy, mm -hmm. hand me the policy. Let mm. me read that, you mm. know, and you'd be surprised how many people I a lot have of people handed. Love his policies, I was yeah. about to say, I have handed people who claim that, Oh, this was so bad. And that was so bad. And then all you have to do, you know, cover the name, make copies, print them, Boom, and have them read the policy. Oh, yeah, what do you think about this? And they love it. And then, oh, who did that? Is that that's what's going on now, right? No, no, mm. that that happened in the last administration. And then when you see their faces, it's just like, 
oh, wow, I just agreed with something because they don't know. Yeah. I mean, did yeah. you see how many interviews have you seen or how, especially, I mean, look in Oregon and places like that at these rallies and, you know, God, please touch Oregon and, and I mean, pray for them. Literally, it's, mm. it's a shame what's going on there. I mean, they literally have gotten rid of, you know, their, their, their EMTs. So uh, it's, it's insane. And if I'm not mistaken, guys, you know, check me if I'm wrong, but they're having to bring in outside EMTs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Do you know the money that that is costing taxpayers right now, guys? Think about this. This is your money. All right. This is your money. This is my money. This is, this is what we were. We're paying taxes for this. Every one of us across the state, across the country, you know, that budget comes from somewhere when it gets, when it comes from the federal government. Mm. Right. Mm. And they are sitting there chartering people in, paying them bukus of money because they have to travel. Crazy. It is. Crazy it's like, what are we coming to? You know? Hey, you know what I mean? If if this state or wherever jurisdiction this is, because I have not read, I personally have not read into it fully. Mm -hmm. But if this is happening in the state of Oregon, Oregon. and there, this is how they're, you know, governing, so to speak. I feel the only people that lose in all of this are the people of Oregon. Are the American people. The American and people. Oregon. Because yeah. we're paying for it if we don't live there, but Oregon is suffering. The suffering. Very suffering. much so. The drugs, dude. I mean, it's just, it's mm. it's horrible. And it, it, man, it is a, it's a very crazy thing what's going on throughout the, you know, the nation. Then I think about, once again, just touching back to Ukraine and everything. And, oh, yes. you know, you talk about 2014 with the annexation exactly of Crimea right. and, and what Barack Obama's. It's very similar to what is going yeah, on now. What Barack Obama's response to that was did he give military aid not in the capacity that the ukrainian president wanted given the fact that i believe that a group of ukrainians they ousted a pro-russia president i believe you know once again they wanted to put someone in that would uphold their their nation's sovereignty mm -hmm. i understand i i see um but with that you know that angers putin and Putin did what he did by bringing almost come coming in as a de facto force with a military and, you know, with the annexation, you know, and the response from the United States was neglected or I should just say rejecting the president of Ukraine's offer with with supplying them with with arms, specifically javelins, you know, to help in tanks, you know, to, well, to fight against the tanks. And I, I, I think about it like, you know, so who did supply him? Trump supplied them. Yeah, as well, and see, um, kind of wild. And we've sat there, and in twenty twenty one alone, we've given them, you know, four hundred million. Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting here, you know, looking at this, and um, yeah, so two point five billion dollars in lethal, in non lethal, non lethal defense aid to Ukraine since twenty fourteen. Say that again, four hundred. No, $2.5 billion in lethal and non-lethal defense aid to Ukraine since 2014, including more than $400 million in 2021 alone. Mm. So You look um, at the lethals that were in uh, Trump's presidency well, to Obama. Exactly. I, like, I'd like that's to. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, because, mm -hmm. yeah, and we'll clarify that because there's a big, there's a big difference <laughs> in the lethal that you know, happened during that time versus what was given in the last administration. So. And it was coming year by year with, with, you know, I would say Russia's uh, aggression, you know, mm -hmm. especially their initiatives with the Nord Stream 2 pipeline uh, that was going to go right through and supply, uh, you, know, you know. They can shut that off. 
that and that's what is biden gonna do when trump mm. left office we was energy dependent we were okay but opec's now allowed to have free reign of the market now but we have to well, stop our what? energies if we mm -hmm. if we put sanctions on them mm -hmm. for attacking ukraine then what's to stop them from shutting down the gas line that's it's what like we who get really it from, guys. who really has the upper hand in these negotiations exactly. and diplomatic measures because in I mean, all honesty it seems like we would lose at the at the avenue and well, i'm we just would we I, would because look what mm -hmm. he done i mean he seriously took some we was energy dependent mm -hmm. like and i don't think and that's what boggles me mm -hmm. you know when i sit here and i think about the supposed number of votes that he got you know mm -hmm. which i don't believe i don't believe mm -hmm. he got more african-american votes than the first african-american president mm -hmm. i don't believe that mm -hmm. you know i don't In because districts, yeah. think about mm -hmm. the mass incarceration bill who did that? Mass incarceration was Kamala under Joe Biden. Joe Biden did. And yeah, was it seventy six? But I know. I think it was even with Kamala so, Harris though. Oh, she's a crook, dude. She's a crook, <laughs> man. She withheld information on a case that oh. a, a guy was on death row. Like she had to be. Ordered. But you're talking about the bill that was back in what was it ninety four or ninety six? You're talking about which one? The one that you just brought the up mass before the mass incarceration. Nah, I mean Joe Biden's been on that stuff since like the seventies, late seventies. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, and and again, it, it trips me out because they dig up so much stuff and then they try to take something good and turn it into something bad, mm. right? But yet mm. this guy's been on camera. I mean, he's been in meetings, congressional meetings, broadcast nationally. Yeah. Dropping, you know, certain words. And it's just like, seriously? Like, this is who you, like, the president. I mean, can't some can say, oh, taken out of context, taken out of context. It's not say taken this, out of context. We say the same thing Look about. Look what they just mm -hmm. did to Joe Rogan. Yeah. Are you serious yeah. right now? Yeah. Are you yeah. serious? Because really, when, when you look back at his voting record, even, you know, people could prove that he was a segregationist. For he know? was. Yeah. He still is. People can say what they want. Yeah. What did he say? I if changed. you don't vote, quote, yeah. and I quote, y'all's president, if you don't quote for me or you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Is Wild. that not what he said? Right to Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne, yes, exactly. Yep. Breakfast Club. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, like, mm -hmm. why would you even say that, dude? Because clearly there seems to be some fetishization of race on the left that needs to take priority and prominence over everything and needs to dictate the way policy with, like, needs to be. Masters or it, Grand Wizards, whatever the hell they're called. It, it's wild to me, whereas, I don't know, man, I, I like to think that. I give respect where respect is given. You know what I mean? I mean, I earn respect. You know, I'm not one to be walk into a room and give me respect or yeah, walk in right. like I'm an alpha male. I don't yeah. do that stuff. I don't know why people choose to do that. I get it if people have a position of power and they can choose how to use that power. Yeah. Okay, I understand. You know what I mean? But, you know, once again, when I think just because at the end of the day, I just got me in this, this life and I'm thinking to myself, well, look, I'm not here to intimidate. I'm not here to make anyone feel inferior. I don't have a complex like that. Mm -hmm. It really comes down to what can we do to move forward as go. a people? You got what, to. Like, and just got put, put, I mean, I, I understand when someone could say, oh, well, you're ignorant because you're just, sat, you're not even seeing color and this and that. And you're not recognizing the problems here and there and da, 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 da. And I, I just think to myself, well, no, I'm. I'm actually making an effort to try to promote policy Thank that you. actually works for the benefit of, of all everyone. people, even our own stance on saving yes. women's sports. I, you know, in, in addition with, you know, H bill H four, six Oh eight, 
I, even in the Federation stance, in addition to that bill, I even said we can even create utilitarian solutions, not just for, you know, for even for individuals that do identify as transgender. That's right. Because at, at the end of the day, you know, at least in our state, we're Americans, South Carolinians, and then athletes in, in relation to, to that bill. So it's not like I'm disrespecting or admonishing your existence as a person or your or any kind of issues that you may come up in your life. And I'm not here to disrespect you. Mm -hmm. I'm here to tell you we need to unite and come together as a people and move forward. And that doesn't always necessarily mean that one group gets one thing over the other. Why can't everyone get a little piece of that pie? That's all. Yeah. I don't think there's a problem with that at all. And um you know, it's crazy the things that they'll call you when you're trying to help out people. In oh, that way. of course, dude. It, it's really the, sad. Yeah. It's sad. And, and it, it could dissuade people. To, it goes back to mm -hmm. what I said. You'll it could be have, discouraging. You'll have a lot of people that will curse you. They will, you know, call you names, discriminate against you, whatever. The it's why people leave the game of politics. But yet they're not actually doing anything mm -hmm. to make any changes for the better mm -hmm. of the human race you know listen people man I, in general whether, i get it let me tell you you can start in your community you don't have to get into politics people you can start in your community you can mm. do something seriously i mean because politics isn't it is it, it isn't for everyone like as, like i said earlier you'll in find one it, of my four you'll things, find mm -hmm. the comprehensive like understanding that part yeah. that's where Again, a lot of times, I mean, look how this bill is written. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of these folks, most of them, I mean, are attorneys. So they write these things. And again, if you, if you don't know how to read that and interpret that, you're going to be lost. So, and I feel like that's where lost we have a great, mm. you know, asset in the yeah. Federation. And, you know, that's where, you know, whether it's an Alliance club or independent members, you know, at once they become that, then they get that access. And yeah. so it's, and I guess it's because maybe other organizations, they get so many queries and they're trying to put so many hands in the pot and try to make people happy. And, you know, once again, the goal is to try to, you know, peace to everyone, make everyone happy, get a little bit of peace of that. But at the, at the end of the day, sometimes that, that could be something that prevents any kind of progress or any kind of um, yeah, legislation going through business that I mean, at the end of the day, yes, at the end of the day, too, once again, it, it goes just like with this federation, man, it, it's for me, it's one thing at a time, put all my attention towards that one thing, mm -hmm. get our W's when we can, even if it takes and that's super, what... you know, or a, a certain amount of time, I should yeah. say. And, um, it's really it really just gets back to that point man that look i'm going to look at this as um as delicate and as um as thorough thoroughly as i can mm -hmm. in order to see what holes can we plug up here what can we do about this do people even know about what this is saying do people know what this amendment is this sunset clause so it really comes down to that but it's a good point yeah man but just going back to it all That's man with point with ukraine and I was everything about to say, let me ask you mm. this so um with what's going on in ukraine mm. right mm -hmm. um do you think if this is allowed to happen that's going to give china the green light to go in taiwan see this is actually a, a topic or study that i i really do really do take to heart. I, I created a bill in the New York State Senate when I was in my internship and everything mm -hmm. doing that, um, sticking up for the sovereignty of Taiwan. So when I look into that and I think about that, I think that um, what it 
give the green light per se. I don't think for, immediately. Far as when mm. I say green light, like based on the president's response, to, other nations to would Vladimir, see what's going you know, on over there, and then exactly, they would take the and same they would approach. Say, okay, well, look, he said this and that, but yet, you know, and again, I think that's where Trump held held a great, you know, he was unpredictable. Mm -hmm. You know, when he he told never you let anyone know. He did not, and so wait and see approach for all these other nations because exactly. they didn't know what he was going to do, and sometimes it's in the best interest for them not to know oh, on that behalf is of the truth, United States. In situations like that, in my opinion, you address the people after it's over. Mm. When it's over, just just take Salamani. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Once he was eliminated, breaking international bam, law. There yeah. you go. Yeah. You know, then we will address you and tell you parts of what happened and, and i totally get that because you know i think that's um well even that you think even with the sanctions that were placed on russia you know like these sanctions oh people yeah well at least biden's putting sanctions on sanctions sanctions sanctions, sanctions. yeah what well we that? did that to iran and did that really squeeze them no yeah. so like cuba cute no you know we had to wait till fidel castro passed away and off you know mm. so like i mean what at the end of the day now now we're setting precedent if this is what's going to happen. If Ukraine's going to fall, there's no doubt in my mind that China, the People's Republic of China, the That's government, what, yeah. it's not the people, it's the government. Oh, yeah, it's the government. It's the That's government, right. for sure. Would I could see them having an interest in the Republic of China, which is Taiwan, of course. And I don't, listen, I don't know if it would start, you know, like a full-on attack. I don't know if it would I be. I don't think so, honestly. I, I think it'd be a couple of years. Well, I think it'd be a couple of years. This is how I see it unfolding if i was to say you know based on what i've studied i could see china finishing you know their build up in mm. the south china sea all right with the man-made islands exactly yep. Yep. yep demanding that territory is theirs i mean which they already do now yep. we still maintain international airspace and waterway and hopefully we will continue to enforce that as the united states military but uh again you know I question the legitimacy and, you know, directive of, uh, of, the of president, our yeah, president and, and it's, the administration. And it's, to be honest so, with you, to be honest with you, I don't want him to fail. I mean, I, I don't, don't need it. I don't this think is, anyone I mean, wants dude, him to like, fail. That's what I'm saying. It's not coming from a thing like that of like, I want to do the fail because if he fails, we all fail. fail. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's not the case, but it's just like, uh, dude, what's being done? Everyone's laughing yeah. at you right now. People around the world are laughing. We need a leader. The leader of the greatest we need country in the free, like mm -hmm. seriously, dude. Like, I, I, there's freedom in so many other countries, guys. So don't sit here and think that I'm saying, oh, America is the only free, you know, like it's the only country that has freedom. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, you know, this is the greatest country. We have made technological advances and built things ungodly. That I mean, like we led the way to international freedom. Listen, the the immigration numbers speak for themselves, though. You know, I still will. Why do you yeah. think people are always flocking to America? Yeah, Why I mean, people that? can have their opinions in America's bet this and that, and and some people do from other nations, and yeah. that that's unfortunate because if you know they actually came here and actually saw how life was instead of what it's perpetrated on the news all the time, mm -hmm. I think they'd have a much different perspective. And exactly, and then I also think to myself once again, those numbers don't lie. They you know, don't. we'll let the immigration numbers speak for themselves when people are at the gates to get in and, mm -hmm. and want to get into our country for freedom, for opportunity, for whatever reason, the push or pull factors. It's what makes our nation so unique. And it's why I personally, and I know you do as well, and many other people that I've come, and especially in this great state of South Carolina, yes. 
it is so great to have other individuals to sit and stand by them side by side and for them to also be blessed and fortunate for just even the opportunity to be here. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful thing. It is. It's a beautiful thing. I'm glad I was born and raised like, uh, yeah, I couldn't. I mean, no, I'm just glad to be born in America, man. I love South Carolina. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. Me too. Like America, this, this is it. I mean, again, we're not perfect by no means, but, uh, uh, we are the greatest country in the world. We Very truly true. are, in my opinion. I mean, that's just, and, and a lot of, especially our listeners and, and other people's opinions. But yeah, we're not perfect. And we know that. But look here, guys. It goes to ethics. You know, think about this. And if there wasn't day, would there be any night? You know, mm. if there wasn't sad, would there be any happy? Mm. Think about that. If there wasn't good, would there be any bad? I mean, you look at, and this is this takes it's it from balance, a historical. Man. This is where we That's get into ethics history, man. One, dude, like, see, it's it, to me. I mean, I come from a very strong historical. I mean, some revisionist historians would probably look at me and be like, "Oh, you're on the traditional trajectory," and yada yada. But I, I look at history, and people go, "Oh, well, history is written by the victors," and da da da. But I've explored many arguments with revisionist theorists and or revisionist historians, excuse me, on a multitude of topics. And when I think about it, in terms of the United States country, you know, yeah, okay, I think every country has some kind of past to it. Mm-hmm. Every country, I, oh yeah, it does, dude. Come on, but. I think in terms of, I mean, you look at, you know, the 1800s, just a land of compromise. Mm -hmm. Then you look at the 20th century as well, where, you know, okay, things were were not as bad, but things, you know, still bad were were happening, but we still were able to push through that. And once again, just keep on growing and learning and and getting better as a nation. And uh, it's why half these people that claim, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to leave the United States. Why are you still in the United States? Why are you still in the United States? You, you know, claim that you were going to leave. Why are you still here? You know, you want to go find freedom other ways? You know that you are in the greatest country in the world. That's why you're here. It's almost like you, you're biting the hand that feeds you. And it's and almost that's like all a sign of disrespect. But, but they will never understand. They will never understand. At least it's I like know. when you, you know, and I said this on an interview I just did the other day. Um, and it's about taking God out of schools mm. and, you know, um, guys, I'm, you know, uh, I'm not, I tell people, you know, I'm not a Christian. I'm a Christian under construction. You know mm. what I mean? Because some people claim to be a Christian, but then yet when you see how they act, it's just like, really, you know, mm. so I don't try to claim that, you know, I'm under construction because I know I sin every day of my life. And I will admit that, you know, that personally, Jerry, and I've told you that from the beginning. So uh, I don't I don't plan on being politically correct. And that's not the goal here. But um, as you shouldn't be, I mean, honestly, man, I mean, it comes with it, it comes with consequence. It comes with a price. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I don't, how I look at it in the way I can only speak for myself, but I think that you have the same attitude as me and you kind of resonate in a way. But. You know, I've been called every name under the book. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm only 25 years old. And I'm not, the, once again, I'm not an intimidating person. I don't try to come across like that. I, th- I think that I can have a very intellectual and reasonable conversation with That's people on takes, a multiple dude. spectrum of the ideologies. And like even in college, like my friends were all Bernie Sanders, Democratic Socialists, mm-hmm. you know, but I was friends with them and yeah. we would get into really, 
really interesting conversations. And especially when I was taking foreign affairs or foreign policy classes, I mean, we really dove into the historics of, of the United States, looking at certain things and debating them and agreeing on some things, disagreeing on others, but it was healthy yeah. and it was respectable. And really at the end of the day, but did they, so, so when you mm -hmm. say respectable, let me ask you this, mm. whether they disagreed, mm -hmm. but they still respect, like, did they actually like, everyone's different. Everyone's different. So I can't, it, it's, it's almost like you can't utilize one or two people for every single person that falls under that. You know no, what I'm I saying? I mean, I get that, but I'm saying though, like if you were doing something mm. and they might not have agreed with it, but yet yours was in favor and you started doing it, you know, would they at least, especially if you was on the same, the same side, like, would you not at least, uh, you know, agree to would, disagree, would, would or... they, would they support it? Would they help with it? Some yes, some no. And, you know, with that being said, you know, some the ones that did, you know, I'm still friends with to this day. Mm -hmm. I have a specific friend, actually. His name is Eric. Yeah. I'm not going to mention last names, but Eric up in New York. And he he and I were on, you know, two two opposite ends, you know, politically, you know, but man, did we have a blast senior year just being in that foreign policy class and, you know, him seeing some of my views, he like I'm seeing some of his views. It was real. Honestly, mm -hmm. it was such a, it was a learning experience. I think for the both of us, it was serendipitous. Was y'all from uh, opposing parties? Yes. Y'all were? Yes. Okay. And, uh, you know, once again, I was a Republican. Mm -hmm. He, he took, he, I'm a Democrat, you yeah. know what I mean? And, but once again, you know, it, it just goes to show not everyone is bad, dude. Not everyone is bad. I don't. And I don't think they're that's not me being soft. It's just and that doesn't matter. There's good on. There's good, good. everywhere. There's good everywhere, and it really goes to show, man. Like he, I mean, it's a special individual in my life for sure. That you know, once again, we went through a whole class that you know, senior year people usually give up. But like every time we we didn't miss a class. Mm -hmm. We went there, and we would learn, and we would discuss it right after. We go to the office hours and like talk to the professor like for a hot second about these things, but we would learn, we would absorb like a sponge. And I think that that's the best part in it all. Now, of course, that there were some that were disrespectful and how I handle those kinds of things, to be honest with you. Okay. You know, I, I could take a hit. That's I'm right. fine with to that. To each his own. I, as I said, I'm not looking for any notoriety. I'm not looking to be too big for my britches and, and look for, I'm not power hungry in that sense. I'm honestly, I'm just a normal dude. I'm not perfect. I don't think anyone's perfect. Oh, none of us are, no man. Are. None of us. No are. one no. is. And that's it, why I said earlier, yeah. I'm I'm a Christian, but I'm under I'm a Christian under construction, construction. because I sin daily. Mm. I know I'm not perfect. I know I'm gonna mess up. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's just who I am. But it's like I've said before, when I look in the mirror and that person looking back, I'm comfortable with. Yeah. You know, not cocky but confident. And you have to be when you go at these things and you go at life in general. If you don't believe in yourself, how do you expect someone else to believe in you? That's what I'm saying, you know, and really, you know, a lot of the things that I've been doing, you know, it's just it's just been off of passion, you know, whether I, whether an audience or not, I'm mm -hmm. glad that I'm able to have, you know, especially with like the works and everything like yeah. and just I'm going to continue to expand on that, have no limit, you know, and just really be an additional voice for the Republican Party for sure. But for South Carolina and America as a whole, you know, yeah. and it's and 
the meeting yesterday for mm. us was great. When you just mm. said the Republican part, like that just brought back the meeting yesterday. And, you know, uh, that's a secret, guys. We can't tell you just yet. <laughs> so, yeah, stay tuned for that news one. News on the but way. News on the way. Like, and it's it's pretty impressive, honestly. Uh, but yet, yeah, <laughs> even, even tying it back once again, I feel like we're, once again, jumping all over. But yes, we are. This, that's the whole purpose this, of this, this is episode. That type of yes, it's that type of episode, yeah, man. Yeah, that's you know? what it's about. So it's your podcast. It's our episode. You know, yeah. it's, I like that. And this then, wasn't even planned. I mean, like we said in the beginning. And we're, we're <laughs> talking about even with, you know, territory, just the idea, the ideas of, of sovereignty and territoriality. Oh, yeah. Let's about get Ukraine, back to Taiwan. For sure. Taiwan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to. I didn't want it to That's escape right. our our realm. Lord, of no, topics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what I was thinking, I know you asked me, like, okay, so how, how would I do it, right? Mm -hmm. So with China, I see it happening like this. You know, they 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 mimic the buildup which they're doing with the islands already, right? Mm -hmm. And they say, okay, well now our property extends to these islands, so the radius around these islands. We claim that too. Mm -hmm. That's why they're claiming the water. And, and the water is very big with like the United mm -hmm. Nations, you know, the, the ocean. That's um, right. Yeah. It, it, and uh, look, with mm -hmm. that, so they, they're building that up. And then you bet that they'll do cyber attacks. Yeah. They'll try to crush, you know, because 26, what was it? Uh, 26.3%, you know, of total trade and 22.2% of Taiwan's imports in 2020 come from China, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so they rely heavily. That Taiwan Strait, that Taiwan Strait is the, is the access that is granted, you know, once again, that China comes in and, and bestows on their economy, you yeah. know, in, in beneficial ways and other times not so beneficial ways, you yeah. know, I mean, that they that control take from it. them to an extent they do. And they, again, that goes back to, cutting off supply so you, you know yeah. you start shutting down their mainframes you know they're like you start hacking this hacking that you look at it it's an island they can send up a physical barrier they, around they yeah. can exactly yeah. and so you cut off their food yeah. you know that's and then block ships from coming in it's going to be it reminds me it reminds I don't think me a they'll lot. have to. I don't mm. think they'll have to actually fire a missile. That's I seriously don't. It, it would be very interesting, and I really I hope that it does not happen. Oh, me for, neither. For just the the people, you know, yeah. the people of those. I I hope that it doesn't. And it, you know, these are the Gosh, things that we have knows. to talk about and raise awareness about. We you know. Do. Once again, you know, we are seeing Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. And I know that there were a couple demonstrations that were back in Hong Kong, you know, with the with the whole dissidents and uh or I should just say, um the whole it, it was a whole topic of sovereignty over a people, you know, once again that were dissidents or that, you know, broke the law in China or would deem that in China the Chinese government was like, no. Like there are citizens and there were upheavals and riots in Hong Kong. And, but once again, I mean, hopefully, you know, we could stick up for Taiwan for sure. And, and hopefully for Ukraine as well, you know, because listen, I agree. even just getting back into it historically, you know, you look at Russia's claims as to why they even wanted the Eastern Bloc in the cold war was they've been invaded three times in the past, uh, you know, a couple of years, you had Napoleon, you had World War One, you had World War Two when the Ribbentrop, you know, Ribbentrop Pact broke and uh, Germany went into Russia. I mean, they've been invaded and they they their claims are to get a buffer. And, you know, whether it's for nowadays, it's switched over more towards a nationalistic kind of um, 
view to expand that way or, you know, annex and use the military to justify those means, you know, you think about all those nations in, in the EU and, and they're seeing what's happening and making sure that no other countries appease so much. And I'm not saying that Ukraine's appeasing, you know, it's just they don't have the the strength. And it's said, I mean, they don't. we have NATO, you know, and I believe in 2012 they signed up. I don't know their status now. And really, NATO, I mean. Another non-UN members. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so with, we what, supported them for 30 years, mm. recognized their sovereignty as a free nation mm -hmm. for 30 years. And then uh, 1979, we 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 switched, you know. And but the thing is, yeah. is um, yeah, I think it was with the Carter good relationship it was with the Carter with administration, yeah. And that's what I don't get. It's like okay, you know, we we recognize your your sovereignty for 30 years, and then in 1979 we say, nah, we're we're not going to do that no more. But we're going to maintain a strong relationship with you. It, it, it's a it's a very interesting concept. I believe it's like the one China policy or what, like one China, two countries or something like that, where, you know, wrecking, you know, kind of a piece. OK, we see how China has territorial like and it, that even ties back like the territory between those nations, like ties back into history. You think about the Chinese, the Chinese uh, revolution in itself. And you think about there was Mao Zedong. Mm -hmm. who was the leader of the communist party in China, yeah. the CCP. And then you had the first president of the Republic of China who was, you know, with the KMT and, um, you know, Chiang Kai-shek, who was his general as well, I believe, a high-ranking official, you know, mm -hmm. and in the culture, you know, at first they united against, they were united, you know, Mao Zedong and the nationalists, the KMT, they were united together to fight off Western powers. Mm -hmm. You think about the opium wars that were back, you know, uh, now yeah. we're dating back to the last dynasty of China and China becoming a nation state for, you know, and then their nation state has the sphere of influences, you know, that everyone's got yes. a piece of the pie in their land. Taking away back. Um, to, oh yeah. yeah but you but if you fast forward a little bit more you know they fought together to get those powers out and then you know the chinese revolution or revolution excuse me chinese civil war is a chinese civil war once again they broke apart and they mm -hmm. fled to sun yat-sen the republic of Ch a republic of china they fled to taiwan which modern day taiwan now and Chiang kai-shek went with them as well and mao zedong once again had control and you know the ccp ccp came to power and you know you talk about the cultural revolution that he embarked on on so that that was what around 1949 that in, in, in the uh the the, we, the civil war i believe right? the civil war was mm -hmm. in that yes night and i believe it was the kmt versus you know and the the ccp and uh it was once again, I mean, I looked at a lot into that, that kind of stuff, the historical context behind it. And you're right with the territorial advances. You look at China nowadays, though, how much of a power, whether they're soft powers of like, say, uh, Confucius Institutes mm -hmm. or, you know, just food, you know, whatever the case may be. They do it and they do it big. They they do do it big. They Even their products, big. their products are all over the world. They you are know? everywhere. And then everywhere. You, you think to yourself, wow, the. I mean, they're globalized. They are the definition of globalization. You think about, you know, whether that's doing 
whatever's going on with the Uyghurs and everything. I'm not mm-hmm. too adept in that. However, I, you know, you, you read articles and stories, but I, I'm not going to pretend like I'm an expert on it, you know, but I looked at more of the things that they were doing in Africa, the things that they're doing yes, in Latin yeah, America, honestly, lithium. That's, I was about to say, that's mm-hmm. exactly right. That's they're the extracting only those natural resources. They have the means mm-hmm. and the funds to produce those mining companies. Meanwhile, inside takes- the country, it, it's they're deprived, a, man. They're deprived the yeah. human rights. I mean, you think about it. There was um, if they can't, Lu if they can't treat mm-hmm. their own people right. Well, how do you think they're going to treat someone in another country Look, that they're coming just to get their natural resources? Exactly. I believe uh, was a dis. They called him a dissident prisoner. Uh, Lu Xiaobing, I believe his name was Lu Xiaobang. I'm not too sure. So don't quote me, but he won a Nobel Peace Prize and China basically didn't allow him to go. And they put the, the I believe they put the prize in just his seat, but with a picture of him and stuff. Like, I, it's it's some pretty interesting. Wow. Th- it's some pretty deep things. You know, there's there's an interesting book I can t- I can certainly send it your way, which talks about the rot, you know, the fall and rise of China. And yeah. and it's I mean, man, it. It's it's interesting. Japan is very interesting. I think about World War Two. Japan we just, is because Japan was an island once again that we were. You know, Taiwan's an island. You think and, about Japan, and it's like, wow, do we make Japan the homogeny of of Asia, or do we focus still on China? Can we work with China? You know, I know a lot of people have some feelings towards China. You know, once again with the whole virus and and what was going on the past year and just a lot of things going on in that nation it's why people it's it's why people are not watching the beijing olympics right Mm -hmm. now and yeah i haven't watched the first piece you know honestly i don't Mm -hmm. even see how or why we sent our americans over there i I get their athlete athletes and i know they work hard to what they do Mm -hmm. but when you can't go over there and use your platform to sit there and Mm -hmm. talk about the human rights talk about everything that's going on Mm -hmm. and they they pull in i mean there 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 was another country that was over there they were shooting you know broadcasting live and because Mm. they said something they were literally pulled off pulled away Mm. you know stream cut and then boom but it's like if you touch an american like that what is the president going to do yeah I mean, are they are they going to be? I I don't get it. That's the thing. That's you their tr- chance. You know, in these high power offices, once again, because I've never held an office like this. Never been in an administration as that high. No, of me neither. Caliber. I'm just giving you my pers- my perspective. perspective yeah. yeah, as in it's it's you try yeah. to keep the dip- diplomacy, you know, as prominent as you can. You know, no one wants. I don't think that uh, an established nation state wants to. You know, once you have like a good army, military, you don't want to waste that on war. No, no power. Like that's the secret to it all. No power wants to do that, you know, but it really comes down to, okay, then we need to start working together, you know, for the human race at that point. But once again, I'm a very strong proponent, very strong proponent of that, that kind of these innovations and technology, you know, just look at the United States, look at it through your nation. Not, you know, once again. Not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. We're lacking. And when it comes to mm. technology produced, we're lacking. Mm. You know, think about what other countries, for example, it took Elon Musk to do what he did. Mm. Was he not the first company to send Americans back to space on American soil? They didn't have to go to Russia no more. No. You know, Elon Musk did that. So we had some really great years, some golden years. And then all of a sudden, 
things started to just fall off and it seemed like people wasn't driven or they wasn't passionate anymore. And it's like the technology just stalled and it just stopped. Well, that's the thing. A lot of our goods, products, services, you know, wherever, whatever it is, a lot of that is being, you know, outsourced. It is. It's all being outsourced. And I mean, does it go back to capitalism? Well, I wouldn't drive it back to capitalism. I would drive it back to crony capitalism. If you're going to talk about outsourcing in that way, because yeah. some people listen, I'm a capitalist. Yeah, I am. But at, in, I'm at about the end, growth and prospering. A hundred percent. I mean, that, and I get it from a business perspective. And, yeah. you know, when you look at the people that are working on, you know, some of them have the, the most pores, horrendous. I mean, you know, some of them go through the day with a smile working such long hours and getting only just two cents to get a commodity and then put it into, you know, something and make it an item. And they could do that for 14 hours a day with a smile. Like I watched a documentary. I remember watching it in my globalization class, believe it or not. We were learning about, you know, outsourcing. Yeah. And it was just mind boggling. Like, whoa. Like, but once again, that's, that's they were happy to do it. And it's very interesting, but I'm not saying that that's the justifiable call. Like, Oh no, I think that that American, you know, if, if your company is in America, right, you shouldn't, in order to prevent, you know, once again, people's jobs being this and that, we should do capitalism the right way, you know, mm-hmm. but also, I also understand why there's tax havens where, you know, you've got billionaires putting their money in, into tax havens because they're seeing mm-hmm. what their money's being spent on, you know, yes, we pay taxes, yeah. but their percentage of taxes, you oh, know, ours are way co- higher. People it, don't understand that. Let me tell you And something. that amount, you know, that, 1%. that 3%, 3% of my salary is different from someone's 3% of like, exactly. you know, and well, you and think you about know that, that the top 1% is mm-hmm. responsible for more than half of the country's tax bill. Wow. So yeah, think about mm. that. You know, the top one percent and they're pays, still giving four oh one Ks out and pays benefits. More yeah. Than fifty percent of the nation's tax bill. It's always been an attack against the one percent, you know what I mean? With, yeah. with that, so, these kinds of things. Uh, and it's like are you they... jealous because someone worked hard and they did not give up and they was determined? look here. Some people abuse the system. Hear, you don't hear how many times they failed. Yeah. All you hear about is oh man, he's got a hundred billion dollars or mm-hmm. he's a multimillionaire, whatever the case may be. You don't know what he went through to get to that point. How many no's, mm-hmm. how many doors slammed in his face? Some people will None not. None of that. Some people just don't understand they that, don't. Con- that concept so of, of work, that working right? towards something to and then claim a big reward, which did you even think that they thought it was po- like, we're all just saying this. It's a hindsight bias. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, like they're, they're mad at them for this. But did that individual know he's going to get that big? You know, did anyone ever know that he was going to be that big? But yeah. some people believed in him. They bought his product they they, did. or service, whatever it was. Invested. And invested, did whatever they could. And, and that's the thing. It was over the – that's the quality or even quantity people want. And, mm-hmm. you know, that that's that's the beauty of the market. That's the beauty of the beast. It and is. then I also look at it in the, in the same sense like, look, do I think some people do abuse the system? Yes. Yes, they do. But I for the – for a majority, I don't know. I don't think so. I think people use the laws to their to their benefits. I think people use the law, and they're allowed to use the law. And all of a sudden, it's a criminal because they use the law. Well, and see, yeah, I I agree with you on that because let me tell you, if there is a loophole, and I can get through it, why not? Everyone else that finds that is going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's why. But they're in put order in to there. create that change, people feel like they need to get angry. 
and violent and, yeah, and have and a see, big overthrow. Just... We're I feel like we come from a place of reform, mm-hmm. a place where, okay, this is a problem. This is a problem in our society. So let's advocate again. Look at what we're doing right now. Oh, I, I agree. Even with the Federation. That's right. We're we're advocating on behalf of a, of a good cause once again to we increase are. men's engagement in the the fathers in the opportunity men for men to just grow develop become even more engaged in in just south carolina politics and hopefully this creates a ripple effect that's the that's the goal that's it is the goal. all the way down to i mean to the smallest level Mm. because it starts at the bottom it goes back to what i said earlier you got to yeah. stand before you walk and so increase the effectiveness of good men in governance, good governance yeah. of course through education through political processes learning about all these things and once again i feel like we we certainly have the team and leadership and, and skills to to really just not only teach other people but i think more so to also learn and that's that's great that's that that's the most you can't put a price tag on that no you can't put a price tag on the the lessons and the, the feedback experience, has been phenomenal people mm-hmm. yeah the people seriously outstanding outstanding you can't put it there's no price you like there it's priceless that those kinds of things the reason why it's like yeah you know i'll do this like on behalf of the federation and mm-hmm. and meet these you know meet new people do all these things and sacrifice this sacrifice because at the end of the day it's like it makes me feel like i have a good sense of community makes me feel like we could get and do good for just the people you know nowadays i feel like it's just come down to common sense law like what needs to be done just That's common right. sense i don't think it's, it's not bad about... for us to to exercise our first amendment right and do what we need to do so. no and the fact that we you know again we this is volunteer for us mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like we're just we're, we're doing it mm-hmm. because we we believe fight. in it we believe. we believe you know I know that a lot of one of of the things that when I first came down here and I was actually at a Richland County GOP event and and one of the one of the individuals, one of the members in there said, you know, and there were so many young people, so many young people at the table. He said this was the one a couple of weeks ago. No, this is my very first one. Very first one. Very first one. Yes, this was in 2021. You know, Mm. as I'm completely new to South, I'm learning so much, but I'm. I'm I'm a quick learner. I'm a yeah. fast learner. Yeah, you are. So, <laughs> but it. I mean, what that individual said. You know, there are. It, it's just so refreshing. You know, not not more so for us, but for your generation coming up. It was like almost like a generational passing that message of like, you know, you guys have to watch out because no one else is really gonna watch your. But no one's gonna speak out against certain things, this and that. Some people They're will, will go. To. Not only that, but some people may not be as interested, not know. Be like, I'm meeting people that have never had interest in politics and they're getting involved in politics because they want to see things change. And it's just comprehensive side of it. I'm seeing it in the city of Columbia. I'm seeing candidates that that have true heart and everything. I'm seeing that. And that is what makes South Carolina so beautiful. It's like people involved and get, and and maybe it's because we're political nerds. Well, I don't, (laughs) you know. Yeah, uh, guilty there, you know, yeah. but I, I will say this election cycle, uh, it's pretty exciting. And I think we have some pretty good players across the board. Yeah. And um, matter of fact, you know, um, we'll, we'll have, I mean, people go all, all the way until March, you know, from yeah. the SE superintendent candidates to uh, congressional candidates. And uh, it's just, 
it's it's amazing. So, I must say you've been killing it with your podcast with, you know, just w- what you've been able to acclaim and achieve and and get so far. I mean, it's just I see you be putting in the work like crazy, like a madman. This man is a madman, everyone. <laughs> I kid you not. Um and it's just it's so great yeah. to see you, you know, just pump out videos, man. And it's just it's I a beautiful thing. It, it's a beautiful thing, bro. And you're it's really, really qualitative. So, so beautiful. I'll tell you this then, you know, so yesterday, you know, um, I sat there and I got the email, which I've been waiting months to get this email because right now these podcasts are audio. But uh, they're soon going to go to video. So you'll be able to see us here in the studio. You'll be able to see, you know, our state senators, our representatives, our candidates, our, our citizens, whoever the case may be, or whether it's just me, it doesn't matter. But they will be videoed and, uh, and recorded. And we just got the approval. We had to go through a process. And that process took uh, just about 90 days to do if not a little bit longer but uh nevertheless we was approved yesterday so uh yeah you guys you know you're the first to hear that outside of jerry and doug and my wife you know so that was uh that's yeah that's, that's pretty special so we're bringing it to you guys all these podcasts will be yeah they'll be videoed they yeah. can see where we're at that's what awesome, we're doing. Man. that is so awesome but yeah man no just even tying it back to everything where, where did we even leave off like, we were talking about taiwan, taiwan and so, still, yes, yeah, yes. And so, and something that i wanted to touch on right there like do you mm. know where japan occupied taiwan at one point mm. yes yeah. yes so and yes. i mean you what uh it gained control of taiwan after the first sino war imperial japan yes yeah. that you I mean you, they were forced to be reckoned with and that that was yeah that that made it was a it was taiwan a very a japanese colony at that point yeah no you're absolutely and that that messed it up even more mm-hmm. you know that that really kind of put like okay well japan and it was imperial japan that's even that's a whole nother history lesson even in and of itself and man is it a fascinating you know when you learn about the meiji era and then you learn about you know why pearl harbor happened like what were the japanese ambitions when you learn it was about an embargo and that they couldn't survive six months without it so what did they need to do do something drastic which was such an evil to us and then once again an unnecessary evil to them once again the revisionist theories you think about what ended that war you know in at least the pacific front you know a lot of people We'll talk about, say, you know, the atomic bombs and they'll go off into or what about surrounding the island and, and almost starving them out, making it almost quarantine. That's what I'm what, saying. What's their food blocking mm-hmm. their ports? What and, about an invasion? Can you imagine how many people oh, estimated five million people? I believe yeah. on the on the I, I I remember reading that and it was like staggering. So but look at what we've created, you know, like it you look at it. It's almost like, can you imagine what can go on now with all this territoriality, sovereignty things going on? You know, maybe Albert Einstein's right. Be fighting World War Three with the uh, sticks, man. It's, yeah. Regardless, something to, think about. something to really think about, especially with what's going on, at least from what I see from what's going on. And maybe this, these are the effects of globalization. And it's really maybe that that whole globalism um just perspective of just this integration and some good and some bad and it to- that's a whole nother subject to debate in and of itself it is because you're getting mm-hmm. like i said earlier you're going to have that no matter where you are i mm-hmm. mean we you know 
it's just again you wouldn't have one without the other you wouldn't you wouldn't Mm -mm. so um it's how we respond to it for sure it's it's how we process it you know uh, again what we make of it really i just think you know taiwan ukraine they're going to be areas of interest to for us to see as what we've already seen already in the first year of presidency, you know, in this administration, you know, it's just they don't even know who the president is. I mean, and that's to hear them, you know, talk. And it's just like seems uh, like they they claim that everything's under control and that this is this, this and that. But, you know, feel like I'm getting mixed signals that that's mm-hmm. really what, you know, once again, I'm not in the administration. But really, I mean, like, come on now, like the people have questions. The people have genuine questions. What happened in Afghanistan? you know really yeah that's, that's the evacuation a whole, that's a whole yeah and so I'm that's, tell you, yeah we yeah. had it down i want to say to a little under what five thousand troops mm-hmm. at one point mm-hmm. and should have just stick to the plan exactly right and that's what happened there was a nice beautiful plan put in place and it was going through it was in the motions get and our war chest out of it and, and you try to make a name the first day you yeah. get inaugurated you sit there and you just start signing executive orders and stop construction on that wall let me tell you some people joe biden's with, kindness campaign with you yeah. guys listening think about your tax dollars once again that the moment he signed that executive order and halted that construction you know that that material it didn't go nowhere it's still sitting in the same spot rusting away just sitting there or you know people are probably stealing it whatever the case may be but the point is this is where our money's going this is where our money's going but yet you got your build back better plan and what happened you can't tell me where's this money going what happened to it it's crazy i and i mean you really look at west virginia country look at joe manchin that really prevented that from passing going through but all these other plans that he's actually put into law i'm like look at the prices around us like Mm -hmm. this is not happening because oh you get the supply and demand supply no the supply and demand is going to go into 2022 2023 opinion about that Mm. i think that he could do more than what he's doing i think that he's holding back Mm -hmm. certain things oh i think get the money for his build back better oh oh well guess what if, if i could just get you know this passed mm-hmm. in the house or the senate like if i can get this through then we can have food on our shelves we can have this we can have that and it's just like nah dude take that you know take, take it's just take trying that to leave it, it's and no so, different than a barack obama presidency tried to make a one big legacy push barack obama's was obamacare and trying to make mm-hmm. that you know a staple a what legacy. did he do by the way like far as anything on uh, the middle east like crazy bomb schools hospitals in the making um i mean besides, twenty six thousand bombs in one year i believe uh, you besides know. being the first biracial president what what did he do well you can't really say lgbtq you know making that or making quality in all the united states that was the supreme court can't do that no so and i'm just wondering from what i saw i'll be honest you know when i watched him give speeches and things like that he was really good at oh yeah charismatic he was very Very much and i think that uh, you know that helped him a lot in his campaign 
for sure. A lot of people felt like they were being lied to. A lot of people, they fell under that charisma, you know, and it was, you know, but then you you really, once again, you got to look back at the pot. I think you got to look at the policy of the person, you know, a lot of people said that he was moderate, more so moderate, but of course, you know, on the left side, left centrist in a way, some people think that he was not left enough, you know, some people thought that he was, you know, left with the whole Obamacare. So it was, it's just very, it's very, very interesting, you know, when, when one looks over, I guess, a presidency, you know, there, there's certain things that could be said, but once more, man, I mean, I don't think that we're seeing, it, it almost felt like a stagnant See, you know, I guess you could say bailed out Wall Street, you know, I guess you could say that as well. Oh, man. You mean we bailed out Wall Street? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> look at the national debt doubled under that. Exactly. Doubled. So, I mean, poof. But, you know, once again, I mean. That's the democratic way. Take a handful of money and throw it at the problems. Crazy. Let's not sit down, get everybody to the table. And negotiate. And negotiate and figure out what it's going to take to not fair. fix it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cut straight to the chase. Trim the fat. You know, how many times you hear me say that? Trim the fat. I'm always saying trim the fat because sometimes we have to do that. And and, and metaphorically, like in life, whether it's, you know, we're dealing with something personal Mm -hmm. or whether it's an addiction, whether it's people, whether it's performance, whatever the case Mm. may be, sometimes you have to trim the fat. And and, then that's just, that's what it is. That's that's the thing. It's... No, let's just throw everything at at it, whatever, and That's right. take There's no accountability money. when Boom. it's there. You go. It, yeah, and when it's a failure, no hands clean. Don't want. It. It's like, why do you think rent's so high up in New York? Why do you think a lot of these look at California? Yeah, it has some of the most prominent politicians in our country, but mm-hmm. yet look how crappy. Look at their it constituency. Is. They're all going to Texas, dude. And check this: to sit there and see. The side the homelessness, of how, you're right. yeah, you're dude, right. it is sad, yeah. and where it got to a point. I hear you. Now you're not even allowed. So if someone is homeless and they come into your establishment, right? Mm-hmm. They haven't bathed in a month or so, so they they smell, you know, horrible. Mm-hmm. And you kindly ask them to leave. You know, they don't. You, they're not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. So it is. It, it it is in their ordinance to where you cannot kick a homeless person out of your establishment. See, so if you have a restaurant mm-hmm. and you know he's smelling up the place, mm-hmm. or it can be, it doesn't matter what it is. You can't make that person leave, and he has the right to call a cop and protect him from being in your establishment. This is happening in California, and so with the bathing situation, their response to that was, "Let's take a bunch of attachments." come off the hydrant and we'll have water. And so each, each one of them has like five or six, you know, um, little spigots off of them and they can sit there and they can bathe Mm -hmm. and get water and stuff like that. And it's just like, seriously. So that's your solution. How much money did that cost? (sighs) Bathing in the street. And that's the truth that, that, that's true. You know, Mm -hmm. you guys listening, look it up. That's true. Wow. You know, it, it just goes back to it. It's it's not the fault of the homeless person. No, no, it's, it's not, not. It's not it's the not. fault of the business because they got to run a business, you mm-hmm. know. So, who do you blame in all of that? And you look at to the leadership of these districts you do. in California, and you scratch your head, and then you question why your constituency is leaving. You know, you look and at your not every taxes. decision is going to be understood. You know, sometimes you yeah. have to make that call. Yeah. Sometimes it's the toughest decision, you know, 
for sure. But like you, you have to make that call. Yeah, some some people need to get humble. out of their feelings. They need to humble themselves and they need to to swallow some of their pride. Yeah, you know, put exactly. put some of that pride aside. You know, and really really handle for for the good of of your people and there's some people that hey you can make all the wrong decisions in the world and you can tarnish your whole district and you can i mean you could desecrate it but you know there's still some people that will still ride or die with you and it's, it's crazy to me you know there's some things you got to call out mm -hmm. you know that you know i don't believe in the perfect candidate i don't think anyone thinks that they're the perfect no. candidate but can you be as close as you can to just doing right by the people I don't think anyone could ever ever shame you there so that's right and that's all you could do that's man all. like look at here if you're passionate and that's what i'm saying like if you're passionate and you feel like you know this is what you want to do and you don't mind serving the people and actually going to work for the people to make a difference mm. then i i mean I, I think it should happen i think younger people should get involved you yeah. know i really do yeah because uh, again, you know, you and I, we're, we're young Republicans. Yeah. And uh, so for those you don't know, young Republicans is considered 40 and under. Ha ha. So <laughs> I beat it by, uh, I'm not going to tell you by how many years, but I beat it. <laughs> so that's all that matters. But uh, yeah. So again, uh, but we have to, we have to educate, man. And we have to get more involvement with the youth. We have to get these messages out there and we have to continue our our goal and and our mission like and that sure. is you know to provide you know a platform for people really to provide assistance you know guidance mm. uh, whatever the case may be um you're right like really just just the the diverse ideas with within even the party as well i don't think gets enough credit i think right. it's always oh well you're a conservative so you're always gonna just stay conservative you'll never move you'll never be the part you're almost looked at too as the opposition party to the other side you know i'm not trying yeah. to give the other side their their credit or dues but it, it's more so over the fact that like sadly mistaken because this party i feel like is is on the up and really will champion the diverse exchange oh, of yeah. ideas that's and why just, i'm excited about the candidates mm, this year and i'm telling you this yeah. this is an important race yeah. like there are some really good ones 2022 and we've been talking a lot about history man yes we, we have. really have been talking a lot about history and you know start you know for those who are still here thank you thank you so <laughs> thank, much yeah, <laughs> we are you know once again this also provides uh, almost like a history stamp mark for us you know it, it really really does because who knows what's going to happen in a year from now two years three years four years whatever these elections that that election mm -hmm. you know but we know that it, it will be so awesome to just see where we'll at, where we'll be at in a year but doing it via hard work and continuing to just keep That's up right. the business and and really just do our jobs and every every day that god wakes me up you know like um i, I take that and and i thank him first mm -hmm. and foremost but i try not to waste that day because i know somewhere somebody didn't get that opportunity to wake up mm -hmm. and so I take that and that's why, you know, uh, a lot pavement. of people say, yeah, you know, like, how do you, how do you do what you do? Like, yeah. I just don't see it. I don't see it. And it, um, it's balanced for one, but, uh, you know, you know, a bit of my story, you know, from, from, from my accident with, you know, um, mm -hmm. where I crushed my face. And mm -hmm. so that's not, you know, the time for that here, but, um, yeah. So after having that and being, a medical 
miracle yeah. quote, as they call it, y- yeah. you know, like I don't take anything like life for granted. And then, you know, I just had tragedies within family, y- y- yeah. you know, you know, yeah. you know, person, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I take that and I see how precious being a firefighter, for example, I mean, that's another thing, seeing these things, what you know, whether it would be a, a, a person, a child, wrecks, I mean, uh, people fall asleep or either, you know, drunk and fall and hit their head and pass out on train tracks. And next thing you know, it's it's not a pretty sight. And so that stuff sticks with you, man. Give you a lot of credit for it. And, you know, yeah. it. so when I say that, that's why I, I, I do what I do, like, because I try to make the most of every moment. But then mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for everybody. Like, I, I love everybody. I tell people that all the time. I do. You know, I try not to hate nothing because the moment you, again, the moment you start letting hate inside your heart, then it can corrupt a lot because it's easy to hate mm-hmm. easy to hate if i get mad at you i could just say i hate you mm-hmm. it's hard to love real hard to love and i think we need to switch that around yeah it should be easy to love and it should be hard to hate it, sh- it should be you know you just see what's going on around the world with us or around us i should say and you know, it's um. They keep us divided so they can keep the they they can keep the agenda distracted. That's crazy. The truth. Crazy to think about. You know, it's just the, the things that I think that we could be doing. You know, just as as a people. Yep. You know, is is astronomical. You know, and um, you know, like the little distractions. It's just like what I heard in Los Angeles. Like I heard, you know, the Los Angeles Rams. They mm-hmm. they won the Super Bowl. I remember turning on the radio. Congratulations. And, you know, they were saying, you know, oh yeah, I see like how the stadiums here and like you know, it's attracting people and everything and like oh, it costs like money to do you mm-hmm. know all this stuff. But hey, you know, the Los Angeles Rams won the Super Bowl. I'm like. Yes, that puts the city on on your back, and I I understand that completely. But like, you know, really the the people lose out in these sports. A lot of the sports are are a big distraction, and they are they're really you know becoming less of a distraction because yeah, some people woke been, up. They like watch sports because of mm-hmm. all that stupid nonsense. Dude. The woke and, stuff. It's all woke. Yeah, it's all woke. Yeah, I don't. Have, I'm sitting here like really, <laughs> you know, like yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, guys. I mean, when it becomes so much of a problem that people are putting signs on their car windows and cars to say please don't bust my window the door is unlocked or yeah. the trunk is popped i'm not making this up you know this is happening right because i see the laws America. over there where you're talking about you know the homeless and mm-hmm. you know once again the politicians and the people that lead these districts should be making initiatives within their own you know communities to to do better and then i also think to myself you know like what you were just describing where like you go in San, Fr- San Francisco and someone robs your store. Like yeah. you it's can't, fine. it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. They're it's covered by right. law and it's you just know like how many politicians have protected these people. Then I think about, I think create about the, funds, mm-hmm. donate funds to them. It's just like, seriously, yeah. like uh, re- this is what you're promoting right now. And I think about the people that, you know, I think a lot about the police that truly cannot police anymore. You know, oh, dude, it and, breaks my heart. You know, and I'm now very, they can't law do their enforcement job. close to my heart. You know so that. That's why people like are almost that are on the force in a way are like, well, what what's going like, 
I can do that. I can't do that. You know, and it puts it puts people in a very tough situation mm-hmm. because, yeah, you're a police officer and people. Oh, well, it's your choice that you chose to be a police officer. But as a police officer, like there are it's such a diverse force. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can be black, you can be white, you can be Asian, you can be Latino, you can be, in, you know, you can. I'm be- sorry, but in 2022, I don't see race an issue. You know mm. why race is an issue? Why if people not? if people say it is, I don't see it is. But you know why people say it is? Because they don't stop talking about it. Mm. You know? Mm. I'm 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 Italian mm. and I'm Scandinavian mm. and I'm English. Yeah. That's my DNA. Okay. I was born in America, but I don't have North American in my DNA. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So if we want to get technical here. You know, I'm Scandinavian, Italian, and English. Mm. So yeah. Uh, but if we're gonna if we're gonna get along or or, or or just quit talking about it because we can't prevent this. So like I said um, on a previous episode, where children aren't born to hate, they're taught to hate. It starts in the house. It starts with things like CRT. It starts with these these books and things like that. And then it goes from there. That's why it's important that we stay on top of these people. Of of course, you know the 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 best thing in all of it, especially. And this is this is the number one thing when I look up CRT. It's always, I always find the left. It's always the left that says these things. Uh, Oh, you will a conservative. They they're screaming around CRT like you know mad, and they don't even know what CRT is. This and that. I'm like, well let's okay let's use your definition then that everything in society you know every in every little corner little crack there seems to be seeping racism at the seam of everything mm-hmm. it's really what it comes down to and that it keeps people down and oppressed and and that you know there there's a control and in all honesty i mean at least in my generation i think i think that we at least when it comes to race relations it's always trying to 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 better the people, you know, better everyone. You know what I mean? It's like exactly. if my boy did this in wrestling or he did this in, in football, whatever, you want to uplift him. I played an orchestra as well. You know, you want to encourage people around you. Not everyone was white in my orchestra. You know, I had Asians, I had blacks, I, you know, there, there was a little bit of everyone, which was great, you know, a little bit of everyone, but I, I don't know, man, I could just only hope that, you know, through generations and everything and, just uniting as a people and getting behind good ideas that once again, they come from the nation, man. Yeah. Where can you go wrong, man? I, maybe exactly. I'm too much of an optimist. Maybe well, I'm too no, much of an optimist. And there's nothing wrong with that, man, because, mm. you know, that's how things happen. You, It all starts with a thought, an idea, and then you get out mm. there and you put forth the work and then you turn it into reality. But I do believe that, you know, within a generation maybe yeah within the generation that we could end that that whole that 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 whole thing i'm not saying do away with history no because history is important we can't forget where we came from well and we can't forget forget, uh, not like seriously nothing the good the bad i mean and that's history just what i said yeah there's balance and i'm not saying any of that stuff was right because i couldn't even imagine the thought of owning somebody like seriously and now this happens all over the world right now so just because you know it's it's not here in america but there's other ways in my mind that it's taking place and that's on a corporate level you know but like you sit there in other countries it's normal 
I mean, it's standard for people to go in their villages and take their people and, and, and sell them. And it's just like, wow. And it's crazy. you think that where's the outcry? Yeah. You, you know, know, you see, you see, you see, you know, in terms of like some groups that, you know, will organize in the United States and of course, you know, march and, and say certain things and everything. And I'd only hope that they would look at it at a global perspective of being like, look, I do too. Like women, women's rights I and everything, do. you know, you think about, you know, racism, like racism doesn't just happen in the United States. Mm -mm. Like, no, India, and India's caste system. it's not always against a, a, yeah. a, 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 a different race. Like it's India's not, caste system. There, there is racism within the same race. Yeah. You know, it really is. And, you know, but people will make justifications. You're comparing apples and oranges. But in when we look at reality, it's like we really are the freest nation. And, you know, no one said no one said that we're perfect. I believe that we are the closest to perfect. But that's the whole point of the United States. That's the idea of the United States is that we should always continue, you know, to reform for the betterment of society and keep on promoting America and, and make sure that Amer America is exceptional as it is america is absolutely so it is that's that's, that's where i stand on, on the matter but yeah man i mean <laughs> yeah we have been at this for a minute buddy we have man so it is i, I really enjoyed this you know <laughs> I, I did. it was a good talk and it was and i know guys we was back and forth from different things but we literally was just like hey you know like maybe some of you stuck around and are, are interested in our you know little discussions here and there i know we get yeah we get off but you know we're here for the people and we're real these we're are just topics that we seriously sit here and discuss pretty much on a daily basis like when we talk and we're on the phone you know, we talk about what we did that day, but after that, I'm pretty sure it, it shifts into this gear and it's just like, oh, well, let me tell you about this legislation. Oh, let me tell you about this. Oh, did you hear about that? And we go down and history. We, we stayed pretty broad. And we stayed pretty broad the entire do. time. We didn't we get, in, you know, we're not, not to, you know, once again, we could probably get a little bit more into it, but <laughs> <For sure. laughs> well, yeah. we could, but it's, it's really more so over the fact that, hey, we're two guys shooting over different ideas and everything we're on an upward trajectory in an organization looking you know once again to really make it a an answer for people in south carolina and really try to do better really yes. so it for me it's always about doing better especially especially if you're not getting the help you need you know mm -hmm. and that's and that's a problem that we've came across and you know this just as well as I do, because mm. you've been there for some. And like, you know that there are people that want to be involved, but yet they can't mm -hmm. because either they're being held back or it's... There's other prerogatives. Exactly. There's, there's or, or it could be a count. You, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. not pointing the fingers, but just saying that's some of the problem that I see. When you have people that want to know more and they want to get involved, but yet you're not giving them the information. You're not getting them involved, or you're not keeping being them engaged. Active, yeah, they're know? not plugged in. Exactly yeah, they right. they feel like, well, what is my purpose in in all this? Mm -hmm. And in all honesty, that's like how, that's how you lose people, mm -hmm. and that's how it's, they're just like, hey, uh, I, I don't care at this. Election. And none of this stuff is insider stuff. This is this is this is pretty well known. Oh yeah, you know, like right. in that's order right. to retain people, you know, in order to you know. 
and that's the thing. You got to find like-minded individuals that once again, ready to roll up the sleeves mm-hmm. and that that's the way that it is. But Mr. VP, it has been a phenomenal night. I enjoyed yes, our conversation and it does. I'm sorry if I went over. I know it was on a previous one before and everything. I'm glad that you got me in, but you got a lot in. Yes, we do, man. Like it was good. We have Kizzy Gibson. You know, Mm. she's coming on March the first. She's running for SC superintendent. Uh, Yeah, Kizzy's. uh, She's she's real strong in her faith, man. And and I love that. You know, that's that's me personally. I'm excited to hear. I mean, you know how I am. So, uh, like I say, you know, my religion is very important. So I'm excited to talk to her, and and I really am. And uh, you know. Ellen Weaver, or Ellen Weaver, excuse me. She's uh she's coming on, and then we have Senator Penry Gustafson. She'll be on mm. on the twenty eighth, and nice. then uh we have Miss Piper Loomis, and she's out of the first congressional district. district yeah, yeah. So uh, she'll be on Friday, actually. Very nice. Yeah. So, Very dude. Nice. Yeah. It's it's uh and it's quite a lineup. Just, it is, and that's just right now. And not to mention, you know, <laughs> we have the Republican hot seat. Ooh, so, yes. uh, yeah, that, that's Six, stick around, people. Exactly stick around. Exactly right. Exactly <laughs> right. You know, uh, we're just three, up. three topics, just six up. questions, and that's what it is. There's no filibusters. There's no dodging. Three topics. You don't six pick questions. the questions, guys. Mm-hmm. We pick the questions. The cameras are rolling. We are live and broadcasting. I'm excited for that. I'm excited. Yes, sir. I'm looking we're forward. Headed, we're headed yeah. to Conway, uh, March the 5th. Mm. Yeah, Ken Richardson. He's going to do the Republican hot seat. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. Not March the 5th. My apologies. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, March the 5th, there actually that is. That is the rally. That's right. That's right. That's why that was on my mind. And that is to overturn Roe. Reverse yes. Roe, yes. To reverse yes. it. Exactly. So I'm looking forward to that. You guys, if you're still here, you're listening, you know, uh, we'll be at the State House March the 5th. And it is to reverse Roe. So, and to stand up for, you know, to abolish abortion. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's not moral. I understand, you know, there may be some reasons to constitute whatever, but um, just to go and, and kill babies that are fully developed. I mean, 10 weeks old, you know, they have 10 toes and and, and, and 10 fingers. Or, so it's, that's a very touchy subject, but that's a whole nother episode because that gets really in depth and it's not just saying that, but there's a lot behind that. As Looking well forward as to that one. I want to learn. I, listen, man, I want to learn as much as I can. I know that that is a very, very prominent issue down it here. Is. It is not an issue that, uh, well, it was up in New York for sure, you know, and oof, if, if people saw what was going up there and, and some of the things that, that they're doing, put in place, that's New York and New Jersey, you know, very interesting, but you know, I, I love learning about all this stuff, especially the domestic issues. Yeah. Once again, I focus more on the international relations, but it is so interesting to hear, you know, once again, you know, like the sides going back, but the amount of support once again, you know, of just pro-life down here, it's so refreshing. So yeah. Yeah, so that, that's going to be at the State House on March the 5th. March 5th at 11 a.m. It is at 11. Cool. But yeah, so March the 5th. You guys, come on out. You know, there's going to be speakers. We'll be there. Uh, there'll be quite, quite. 
quite the group of people there. Uh, so it's going to be something. But again, this is we have to let our voices be heard. Anything else that we got going on? Oh, we wanted to give a big shout out to Representative Russell Fry on his yes, we do. endorsement from Trump. Yes. That is huge, huge. Yeah. <laughs> I Very like nice. that, Jerry. Big yeah, week. That's amazing. Big week. And uh, that, yeah, congratulations, Russell. That's that's awesome, man. You know, we wish you campaign the best. And, you know, we, we actually got to speak to him today. So when we was Great at the rally at the uh, CRT rally, you know, to uh, get it out. We don't want that in our schools. And mm -hmm. so it, it has to go. But we was there doing our thing. And, you know, we, we got to bump into Mr. Russell Fry, which was great because we got to share a conversation real quick. And so, yeah, it was great, nice. man. Congratulations on your endorsement. And that's pretty awesome. Shout out also to Representative RJ May as well. We yeah, saw him in I passing. Like, yeah. Good to see him. And um, it was it was a good dude. it was a good experience. Yeah. It was a good it's always a good time. At this what, day. And that's only in Dave would, Wilson with Palmetto families. Mm -hmm. You know, he's the president of that Mitch yes. Prosser, Mitch Prosser. The director of their outreach. Yes. yes. So it was good it's seeing nice everyone meeting. today. Yeah. man. I, it was the first time I got to actually see some of these, you know, individuals. Well, I should say, you know, just putting a, a face to a name in real life too. And then meeting them and seeing yeah. them at other events. And like, this, this is what it's about. Yeah. I like, I like the people good feeling. get to learn from them. That's and right. Then. Okay. What we need to do, you know, what do we need RJ, to do? RJ, you remember, uh, we have you on too. So, <laughs> got you, buddy. We didn't forget about you. So, oh, tell your people to call my people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, other than that. Nah, is... dude, I seriously do, man. Like, guys, it is literally like 124. Yeah, yeah, right at 130 in the morning. So, um it's something we wanted to do and just have a conversation and get you that listen a chance to kind of get to know us through yeah, these conversations us. that's in a way. right you know as you can tell maybe we're you know we just jump off too much for you guys this and that but once again this is this is for people that are willing to listen we appreciate once again you listening and your support yes we do and really just you know anything that you guys don't be afraid to reach out don't That's be afraid right. to reach out and, and say hey to us, you know. Um, other than that, you any know, this questions, is questions, concerns, mm. anything. Like I say, if you want to know how you can get involved, reach out, you know. So we all have our information. The website is actually attached to the podcast. It'll take you don't even have to type it in. You just click on the website, no matter what platform we're streaming on, Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor. If, uh, Facebook, it's all going to take you to our website. You and, name it, he's got it. Yeah, www.scfrm.org. Again, that is www.scfrm.org. Yes. Got us there. That's it. Yeah. It's a, it's a sweet site, guys. It is. But saying that, you know, we both have... With Jerry, you know, his drive isn't too bad, I wouldn't say, but uh, mine's... Mine's a tad bit longer and <laughs> I'm out in the sticks and he's not so out in the sticks and <laughs> from our current position. Based in Columbia, baby. Yeah. Based in yeah. Columbia. My office is. And but other than that, I have a drive. Yes, so. I do. But so we're gonna wrap this up and we're gonna head out for tonight. And guys, we'll be back at it tomorrow. Thank you guys and God bless. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so 
make sure you tune in because like we just said we got some pretty exciting stuff coming up and um once we do our videos guys it's going to be special and i look forward to to bringing that and uh, i'm honored and the support has been just overwhelming and you know it's a very humbling feeling so thank you and uh we'll continue to work hard on behalf of our constituents and you know the citizens of south carolina so uh with that you know good night and god bless amen this episode was brought to you by peaks production and the south carolina federation of republican men if you guys like what you hear go ahead and hit that support button Every little bit helps. Make a small donation, or you could do a monthly contribution from $2.99 to $4.99 to $9.99. The option's up to you, but the support is greatly appreciated. Thank you. Tune in for the next one.